Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at bbmglobalnetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. is Love Never Fails with your host, Marilyn Redmond. Marilyn shares her experience, strength, and hope and includes tools to help you find your inner strength for health, healing, and empowerment. So now, please welcome the host of Love Never Fails, Marilyn Redmond. I'm your host, Marilyn Redmond. You're listening to Love Never Fails. We're on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And so glad to have you back with me on this lovely Tuesday afternoon where I am in south of Seattle, Washington. The day is gorgeous and we're going to have a wonderful program. Glad you're back with us. Tell all your friends about it, that you've been enjoying the show. We've had calling people and all kinds of good information and feedback and reviews. It's wonderful. So our program today is about communication tips, and that's really an interesting topic for me uh, because I did not know I was not communicating very uh, respectfully or, or rationally or uh, in a way that people really got what I was trying to say. I just didn't have a clue. And one day, um, this I was teaching school, and my class was uh, the room was right on the main floor by a parking lot, and the boy in my room was taking his bicycle along that path out beyond the building, and his friend was following him. And he said to his friend, as I overheard this working at my desk, he says, she's a witch. And I thought about what in the world is he talking about? Well, it's taken me a few years to understand what he was really talking about. It was my voice and the way I communicated. It has taken me a long time to get answers to how to change that. And gradually those answers have come into my awareness and understanding, learning, and some good help from people that understood better than I did. So I want to share some of the things I've learned about communication And uh, starting out, I want to just make this quote, you have to be on a different level of communication without going through similar problems. The connection comes from having walked the same walk. When you walk through similar difficulties, you can then talk on their level of experience. People will listen when they can relate to your experience and your healing is evident. They will have hope because you have been there. So it's not always what you communicate with your speech, but always also your body language, I discovered. And uh, so their body language needs to be in a, in a strong, uh, assertive self-esteem way. Um, as I was 
driving down the road one day and um, just starting to be learning these things I'm sharing with you today. And I was aware of this woman standing at the gas pump putting gas in her car. And I was just coming into learning about empowerment and self-esteem and self-respect. And I looked over there, and she was the perfect example of a victim, just ready for somebody to take advantage of her. Her body language just said victim on it. And I said, oh, my gosh, that's what I looked like. That's me standing over there pumping the gas, you know. And I said, I don't want to have that body language that tells people that I'm a victim and I'm passive and I don't have the ability to communicate what I need to communicate. So that was a real rude awakening that day. And it helps if both people are on the same rational wavelength. Uh, So you're being heard because uh, it's very difficult if one person is trying to express himself and the other person is upset or in a a bad place uh, for whatever reason. And one day I was wanting to share something with my husband when I was married. And to me, it was really important. And he was in a bad place and I was in a bad place, but I wanted him to hear this, you know, what I had to say. And I called my friend and I said, you know, things are really in a turmoil and what do you suggest? And she said, wait until you're both calm and settled down. You'll know the right time and then it'll just come together for you what you need to tell him. So I thought, hmm, you know, maybe I do need to settle down. So that afternoon we went off to a, it was on Valentine's Day, to a Valentine party, had a good time came home and we were sitting down in chairs visiting and all of a sudden in this calm better place than before earlier that day out of my mouth came what I wanted to say earlier but I said it in a very calm way and I just expressed it and he was in a calm place to receive it and you know It did not cause an argument or a disruption or any problems because we were both able to share it and hear it from being calmed down and not upset over other issues or other situations. So, you know, when you share your communication is very important not to do it when you're out of sorts or upset in a rage or whatever. Wait until things have calmed down, people. It made a huge difference in that situation. So you need to be able to share what you have on your mind or your feelings, and but you need to trust yourself and know you're going to be safe when you do it. And that was a biggie for me. It was not safe to speak growing up for me. Uh, in the 40s, children were seen and not heard. And then I was told by my stepdad, we don't want to know what you have to say anyway. So he wasn't interested, and so then one day I was going to ask a question, and I got slapped in the face because you don't speak up to your elders. Well, it was just a question. I wasn't speaking up to anybody. I just wanted an answer, and of course that ended my ever wanting to communicate in the family again. And so I really didn't have a safe place for communication, and so mostly I just was pretty passive in my talking. And I know today that that did not get me the results I wanted in my communication skills. So I've learned how to change that, and I want to share some of those things with you today. I want to tell you and recommend to you to go see that documentary 
uh, about Mr. Rogers. I had a birthday this weekend, and one of my desires was to go see the documentary. Uh, Mr. Rogers was on public television for many years for children. And it's a marvelous way. He knew how to communicate feelings, and he knew how to communicate with children. It's marvelous. If you want to see a man who really had the understanding of how to do this, and he was so humble and didn't have an ego, and he just came from his heart all the time. And it's really a, a fascinating movie and very inspiring is, you know, can I become more conversational like he was able to do. And that's what I've been working on. So uh, when we have these communication problems, it's a matter of what are the tools and what are the skills I still need to learn. And uh, it's really interesting uh, nowadays because it's not always safe to speak up and say what you want politically or other, other parts of our lives. And so you have to be discretionary. I was at a luncheon this weekend, and a topic came up for me that is really a big one. And uh, there were two nurses at the table, and when I mentioned vaccinations, they were definitely in a different place than I was. I know the horror stories of that kind of situation, and of course they were going to support the medical view that they're helpful rather than full of toxic chemicals. So... Graciously today, I learned to keep my mouth shut, not create an argument, and I sat there and felt pretty proud of myself that I did not have to be right. I could just sit there and be happy. They could share their viewpoint. I didn't have to agree or disagree. I could just let them share what they, how they felt about it, and I sat there and didn't create any more problems than they're just saying what they had to say, and we moved on to a new topic. So, you know, learning when to speak is like the gambler song, when to hold them and when to fold them. (laughs) And I think I'm learning that one better, too. So in the past, you know, um, when we talked with people, you know, I never really felt heard. Well, I think I know why today. And I didn't, uh, you know, on the phone, it can be deceiving when somebody's talking to you. You might not understand what they're actually saying. You don't see them in person. Uh, my mother called me one time and was trying to convince me to quit smoking. In those days, I smoked because a relative had died of smoking. And uh, she she had her reasons for sharing what she shared. And I came back with the facts of the situation and her mouth dropped. And I discovered and she couldn't argue it. And I discovered you can't argue with the truth. So we're going to be back talking about more truthful ways to communicate. I'm Marilyn Redmond. You're listening to Love Never Fails, and we are coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Sheikh Uvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. 
To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoub.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appetit and bless up. I'm Marilyn Redman, your host of Listening to Love Never Fails. We're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. So if you want to call in, our phone number is 866-451-1451. We've had a lot of callers calling in lately, so don't be left out. If you're thinking about it, somebody else is too. That's kind of how the universe works if you didn't figure that one out. And it took me a long time to figure out that a lot of the things I'm thinking about are on other people's minds. And if you have concerns or comments of how you've overcome some of your uh, conversational uh, difficulties, we'd like to hear your ideas, too. So give us a call at 866-451-1451. There was a most interesting video on uh, YouTube recently. I'm not sure it was on YouTube. I'm not sure where I found it. But anyway, it was about two men corresponding on email. And this one fellow was really having a good day, and he wanted his friend to go with him somewhere. He was excited about it, emailed him, well, you, you know, the information. And the friend was having a bad day, and he took the information negatively. He saw it through his upset eyes. And so he responded that way to his friend. And his friend, who was having a good day, saw it through his eyes of, oh, this is a really terrific answer. He wants to go. You know, not that he was begrudgingly wanting to go. And uh, he saw it as a real positive answer. And so they were going to get together. He emailed back. And the other guy says, oh, no, you know, it's going to happen, you know. And the interesting part, when they showed the email, it basically was just the facts. And each person had their own reaction to the printed word in this case of communicating. So when you send emails to somebody and you feel like they're giving you the bad time or you feel they're having a really good time, remember it's your perception that is making the difference. How you're handling it, how you're reacting to what is being said or on the printed page. So remember your reaction is very important. So check it out and make sure that you're on the same wavelength because it can be easy to misunderstand where the other person's coming from. Uh, so many people are angry and aggressive and that can come through in their voice. It can come through with their communication, of course. And it's, sometimes it's easy to see when somebody is upset when they're communicating because we actually communicate from not just our regular voice, but there's a little child inside of us that also is communicating, especially if they're scared. And a higher self from your heart is also part of the interaction. So we have to change from the inside out. That little child has to grow up and feel safe and feel protected and that they're going to be secure in what they say. They won't be abused or put down or bullied or whatever for what they have to say. And so often that's what happened to me, so I just didn't speak up. So when you're coming from your heart, and that's what I saw in Mr. Rogers' film, was how he came from his heart and he had no trouble communicating. So your voice has a lot to do with it, and as my voice is student of mine made this comment when I came back to classroom teaching after being in treatment I discovered my voice had changed I was reading a little story to the students in class and then in third grade they made the sound effects for the Halloween story and as I was reading it on the 
in those days we had tape recorders and playing it back, I heard my voice differently than I had heard it years earlier for the same story and the same thing that we did the years before in class. And I realized my voice had changed. And people, if you're communicating with that calmer softer, safer voice. People are going to listen. They're going to pay attention. I have a good friend the other day told me, she says, I just love to listen to you talk. (laughs) That's a big change from the boy saying I sounded like a witch. But you can change your voice by not being overwhelmed by what other people are saying because you know they're talking about themselves. You don't have to take it on personally. And that's when I discovered that that made a huge change so um, and another time when you're communicating you don't want to bring up the past because that's history and you don't need to beat the other person up with what they did 10 years ago (laughs) you must have an awfully good memory but it seems like people in my life when I was growing up remembered everything I did that was not just two minutes ago but life lifetime before you know so to speak and they they well you did this to da 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 you know and made me a bad person out of it So don't bring up the past. It's not going to help anything. Actually, it muddies the water. And to the other person, it feels like an attack. So you want to stay when you're talking and communicating what's going on right now. Right now is a situation. And uh, that's what we're talking about. And it's not the past. You don't have to bring up the future because it hasn't happened, of course. Just stay current. And uh, what you do today is going to make the future. So the future isn't going to be even an issue, actually. Uh, so we just don't worry about the future and we don't bring up the past and our communications is going to be heard. Um, so it's important to know that uh, if you don't feel safe, I tended in my case to uh, talk around the bush Uh Actually, I talked around the barn, and if that was safe, then I'd talk around the house. If you know what I'm saying, people, if you're a little passive, you want to communicate, but you're afraid to come straight out with it. Well, that's not good communication skills, I found out. I have to be straightforward and really go for what I'm trying to say. I have to say what I mean and mean what I say. I learned to stay with the facts. I learned to stay right now. This is the issue, not bring up old items. And uh, in doing those things, my communication started to improve. Things were starting to be, yeah, be better. And I even had to make sure that I listened to the other person, which wasn't always safe in the past. Uh, it's kind of like if I was always talking, they didn't have a chance, right, for me to be hurt. And that's, of course, not healthy because... They need as much of a chance to express what they need to say as much as I do. So let the other person be heard and then don't think while they're talking about what you're going to say next. So that's very easy to do. Just let them say what they're going to say and then you can respond and agree or say, well, my opinion is such or this is what my experience was such. But, um, you know, communication is not a way to control and manipulate people. They need to feel safe when they express their feelings and their needs, and you need to accept them. Um, So when I first learned to share feelings, that was a very scary thing for me. So stay tuned. We'll talk about sharing feelings when we come back. I'm Marilyn Redmond, your host. 
This is Love Never Fails. We are on the BBM Global no- Network. <laughs> I'm tongue-tied today. Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Stay tuned for more tips for communication. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a 1,000 short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Wait No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Wait No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Wait No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Wait No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. I am Marilyn Redmond. You are listening to Love Never Fails. We are coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And we're talking about communication skills and tools and helpful tips. And it's really helpful to understand some of these things. It sure improved my life. Um, The first time I went to share my feelings when I was still married scared the dickens out of me because there wasn't any feelings in my family. You weren't supposed to have any. As a child, I went to my mother one time and started to share how I felt about a situation, and she said, don't feel that way, and uh, just shut me down. And I decided, oh, well, you're not supposed to feel, so I just quit feelings. Then when I got into treatment, they said it's a disease of no talk, no trust, and no feelings. And all of a sudden, I realized, wow, all the things I didn't do, I got to (laughs) learn. So that's what I've been doing. So my first attempt to try to share feelings, it was suggested that I set a time with the other person. Now, this is really helpful because, you know, what I used to do, was as soon as my husband walked through the door from work, I just landed on him. (laughs) Not a very good idea, I found out. You know, when you first walk through the door, you've got other things on your mind, and you're just walking in the house trying to get things sorted out of how you're going to handle the rest of the day. And uh, they already, you know, my mind was already busy when I walked through the door from teaching. I really didn't want to be pounded on with something I wasn't prepared for. So it was suggested I set up a time with the person. And the day that are what would be practical when they were ready to have sit down and actually have a talk. 
So I set up the time would be the next day, and I set up the time after he'd been home for about half an hour so that he had settled down. And the, The nice part of it was then his mind could be on the conversation and not what he was thinking when he walked through the door. So I really had his attention. That actually worked pretty well. Uh, I wrote out my comments so I knew what I was saying and had them checked by a friend because I was new to this, right? And I didn't want to make things worse by saying something that wouldn't help. And so she checked it over and said, yeah, you know, start with I feel such and such. You know, so these are your feelings. And he sat there and listened. And that was the first time in my life I ever had someone actually listen to my feelings. And uh, it was really interesting because uh, he he made a few comments, but they were kind, so to speak. I mean, they weren't abusive and terrible like often. And uh, it was actually a pretty successful thing. I was surprised, actually. I walked away and there wasn't any uh, problems resulting from the conversation, as had been in prior times. And then when I was on my own, I still was not really into feelings because I was didn't have other people to share my feelings with. So... Uh, I had a friend at that point, and I told him, I said, I need to share some feelings with you. And and I said, a time, you know. And so we sat down at that a lot of time. He was prepared that way. And the TV was growing, going in the living room. And so I said, would you please turn off the television so we can really talk? And he did that, you know. Uh, that was scary for me to even say that at the time. And so I had my little list of feelings, and I shared them. And he got up afterwards and walked into the dining room. And I thought, what's wrong with this picture? He didn't tell me I wasn't supposed to feel that way. He didn't tell me I was wrong for feeling that way. (laughs) He didn't tell me that my feelings were, you know, I should, you know, all the different ways you could uh, put it down or ignore it or, uh, you know, try to bury it. So I thought, what did I do wrong? There's no comment coming back. And what I noticed was the next day, the things he could change, he did. And guess what, people? The universe came in and changed the rest. It just fell together. And that showed me that when you express your feelings and you let pieces fall where they will, the universe can come in and make the adjustments. If you keep it bottled up inside of you, nothing changes. It takes action and flow of energy for things to change. So in expressing it, I allowed, um, you know, he, he did what he could, but the rest worked out better than I thought it would. So not always can the other person do what you want. So just let God come in and take care of the rest. That worked for me, and I've been doing that ever since because it worked so well. Um, so I want to move on to something that some people today, it's very, very big on the Internet, the word narcissism. And uh, from my older background, you know, words are changing in our society, and I used to, that word used to be called selfish. <laughs> A selfish person, and most of us are learning to move from selfishness into selflessness today. So you want to avoid phrases like, I know exactly how you feel, because you don't know how somebody feels. You're not in their moccasins. But you might have another way to put it, and we'll share you with you in a minute. 
you might have said in the past, I've been through this before, so that you think you're in sympathy with that person, but what you're really doing is taking the focus off of them. And they're the ones expressing what they need to say to get it off their chest for that energy to change. Or they might say, uh, you might say, I completely understand, or I get it. Now, those, again, take the focus off the speaker. And I didn't know that that, I always thought, well, gee, that's a good comeback. Not necessarily. There's some better ways to place those, put, you know, picture comeback so that it's a little bit more still focused on what the speaker says, not about you. So replacing it with, I'm sorry that happened, you're reinforcing their experience. That's what they need. Or you could say, I can imagine how you may feel. And yes, you can imagine. You know, I have a friend who just recently lost three dogs in uh, dying. She'd had them for 18 years, little chihuahuas, and they were her children. And she was really torn up about it. Now, I have had a cat die uh, a couple times, and I have lost a dog. And my friend lost a dog. You know, I can imagine how she feels. But her little chihuahuas to her were children, and they were very, very special in her life. She needed all that love for where she was and her experiences of going through the difficulties she's had. I don't know exactly how she feels. I know it was devastating, but I can say I can imagine how you feel. I think for her, her pain was probably worse than mine, but you can't always compare. It was right for her. And you can always tell somebody, thanks for sharing this, or tell me more, because they need to get it off their chest. If they're telling you about it in the first place, keep the focus on them. One of the things on my do's and don'ts list for communication is to listen. A good communicator listens. In fact, I'm going to go through with some of my list of do's and don'ts at the end of the program here. And if you would like a sheet of the do's and don'ts I give my clients, uh, just email me, Marilyn, M-A-R-I-L-Y-N, at angelicasgifts.com. And I'll be glad to just send off the sheet with the do's and don'ts for good communication. So, you know, keeping the focus where it belongs in the, in the conversation, sometimes it's not going to be about you. Sometimes they're there and they need to talk. And that's why you go to a counselor. You pay for them to talk, to listen to you while you're talking. Uh, I went to a psychiatrist for several years, and all I did was chat, chat, chat away because I had never talked in growing up. It wasn't safe, as I mentioned earlier, and I could actually find somebody to listen. <laughs> I, had to, I had to pay for it, but he listened. Stay tuned for more tips in communication. I'm Marilyn Redman. You're listening to Love Never Fails. We are on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio talking about communication tips. Essential Nutrients, LLC, is the brainchild of entrepreneurs. Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients, LLC. Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. 
Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of essential liquid nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take essential products today and start to measure the difference. I'm Marilyn Redmond. You're listening to Love Never Fails. We are coming live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Our phone number is 866-451-1451. And you can call in with any concerns you have about communication. Sometimes people feel a little self-conscious about saying, well, I do this or my friend said such and such. And But no, it's really kind of nice on the radio. You're anonymous. You know, nobody knows where you're calling from and nobody really knows who you are because they don't see you. There's no picture in this case. So you're free to say whatever you have to say and don't be shy. And in uh, this case, I want to uh, make another comment about you know, our communications are about our relationships, and we've had some programs about relationships. You will never find yourself in a point of time when the subject of relationships is not an active part of your now experience. For everything you perceive or notice or know is because of your relationship with someone else. Without a comparative experience, you would be unable to perceive or focus any kind of understanding within yourself. Therefore, it is accurate to say that without relationships, you could not exist at all. So when you're in a conversation, so often you might be the feedback that person needs or the person just to listen. You know, I had to become a really good listener as a counselor. In fact, I was told several times, well, you're a good listener while I was helping clients. Uh, I've actually had one client sent me some extra money this week because she appreciated so much what I'd done for her. You know what I did? I listened. (laughs) So, you know, it's really important to be part of the conversation, not try to be the only one in the conversation. It is a relationship and that person might need to express themselves at that time. Guess what? The universe will give you the opportunity when it's the right time for you to have your conversation. And when that person is relaxed enough to actually express it, we've talked about stress on this show, because fear stops communication. When you're stressed out, you can't really share the real truth from your heart. Fear stops communication. So if you're listening, make that person feel as comfortable as they can be. That's what Mr. Rogers did in this documentary. He went right up to the child and looked in their eyes and said, you know, talked about, you know, are you feeling such and such? And I felt this way when I, you know, that situation. And he validated their feelings. He talked to them in very soft ways so they felt safe and they felt listened to. And it's important in communication to give that person a chance to be able to express themselves. And guess what? What you send out returns. If you send out good listening skills, you're going to get them back. So it's just a matter of teaching others how to listen, how to be part of the communication. And it's really helpful because you're actually helping more people than just the person you're with at the time, it kind of seems to merge into bigger parts of your life. 
the problem is in our lives, our society, our culture has indoctrinated us for, with fear from so many parts of our life, from medicine, religion, schools, families, movies, television, books, games. You know, some of these video games are pretty violent. Uh, taking tests, schools give a lot of tests to kids and then threaten them if you don't pass the test. You know, all this stuff shuts people down. Competition, guilt, shame, judgment. So you want to stay out of those attitudes and those places where you're, when they say something and right away you start to judge it. You know, I had to learn to give up judgment. I had to learn to give up criticism and condemnation. They're just sharing their feelings and expressing themselves and that's energy and if we stop that we are stopping their personality from being the best that they can be and that's one of the things Mr. Rogers told those children you are loved just the way you are you are beautiful you are loved you are perfect in the universe you are accepted just exactly like you are and that's what we're trying to tell these people and that's what they'll tell us return we need to hear that in our society so overcoming fears is really important so you can express from your heart the truth that we're loving creatures and we need each other and we need to be there for each other and to listen to each other and it's really important to understand that the cells of our bodies are where the consciousness is it's not our brain and the cells can't function if that energy doesn't flow through us. So being relaxed in a conversation and letting the other person be relaxed in the conversation, just accepting what they're saying is right for them, doesn't mean it's going to be right for you, but it's right for them, and let their bodies relax so they can actually have that flow of energy of loving feelings going through them. And you know, nobody can change you but you, and if you allow them to feel good about themselves they can improve their lives if you are in fear you don't change and nothing gets better so we're talking about how can we improve ourselves by helping others improve their selves in a good communication and so often we get caught up in passive aggressive communication and I had to learn that I had very much passive communication skills uh, like I said earlier, talking around the barn was a safe way to go. If I put myself right out there, I'd probably be shot down, I thought. And, of course, you all know about bullies. Uh, they're being very aggressive, and they're compensating for their lack of their lack of security. So they compensate by being overbearing, trying to be powerful over you, so they think they have some integrity or some power, or that they are okay because they have so little self-esteem, they're just bluffing is what it is. So, you know, how do you get out of that passive-aggressive space? And that's important to know that there is a way, and it's called being assertive. And I'd like to share a really important book with you called Your Perfect Right, and it's been around for a long time, A Guide to Assertive Living, and it's by Alberti and Emmons, Robert Alberti and Michael Emmons. And I did some research on Amazon's used books, and uh, I'm not telling you that go there and buy used books, except they do have several for five and ten cents. All you have to pay is the shipping. And my daughter was given this book in counseling. 
and I read it, changed my conversation and communication from black to white. I mean, all of a sudden, it hit me I how to become assertive. So I'm going to do some sharing of that in a little bit, of what assertive communication sounds like. But this book has all kinds of wonderful things, and I wanted you to know about it. It's called Your Perfect Right. So we're going to talk about that book when we come back. I am Marilyn Redmond, and you are listening to Love Never Fails, and we are on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio with more interesting help from communication tips. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia Daly-Lipe is a renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daly Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com. Com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Horses, mystical, present, past, and future, all in one. Wild, free, domestic, and healing for everyone. Betty Hames knows this and has put her horses to good use with Nature Connect Equine Coaching. Her mission is to help people affected by the loss of hope and trust in their lives and to rediscover the wonders of nature through nature-connected learning so they can rebuild their lives and live peacefully with newfound hope, trust, and joy. Betty Hames is also a certified elite life coach, a Washington State certified counselor, and chemical dependency professional. She is passionate about partnering nature with healing, and through horses, she sees amazing results and transformation in lives that might have otherwise been lost. Call 509-830-9225 and visit her at HamesLifeCoaching.com. Hold your horses. You're in for the ride of your life. I am Marilyn Redmond. This is Love Never Fails, and we're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And please call in at 866-451-1451 with your comments, questions, or concerns about communication. If you've had some difficulties in communicating, you know, I used to listen all the time to Dr. Joy Brown. I just loved the way she handled the phone calls on her show. And she was such a good listener, and she picked up on wonderful things and you know people sometimes didn't know how to communicate what they were saying and she'd rephrase it and they say oh yeah that's what I was trying to say you know so everybody might have a question or a concern about gee is this the way to do it or is this going to work for me so give us a call at 866-451-1451 and uh, we're talking about a book that I found from through my daughter actually Your Perfect Right by Alberti 
and Emmons. Uh, you can find used copies for as little as five and ten cents, I found out. So it, it's a wonderful book if you want kind of a, a textbook of what works and what doesn't work. And I'd like to share a couple of their examples for uh, being passive, they call it non-assertive, or aggressive. And then what would be the answer as far as the assertive way to handle it? And their first story is called The Neighborhood Kid. And the two people that are in the story, Edmund and Virginia, have a two-year-old boy and a baby girl. And over the last several nights, their neighbor's son, 17, has been sitting in his car in his own driveway with his car stereo blaring loudly. <laughs> I've, I've got neighbors that blare loudly. I relate with this story. He begins just about the time their two young children go to bed on the side of the house where the boy plays the music. They found it impossible to get the children to bed until the music stops. Edmund and Virginia are both disturbed and decide to be, number one, non-assertive. They move the children into their own bedroom on the other side of the house, wait until the noise stops around 1 o'clock in the morning, and then they transfer the children back to their own rooms, and they go to bed much past their own usual bedtime. They quietly curse the teenager and soon become alienated from their neighbors. Well, that's probably a story you might relate with, too. And then being aggressive to handle it is they call the police and protest that one of these wild teenagers next door is creating a disturbance, and they demand that the police put a stop to the noise at once. So the police do talk with the boy and his parents, who get very angry as a result of the embarrassment about the police visit. They denounce Edmund and Virginia for reporting the police without speaking to them first and resolve to have nothing further to do with them. And, of course, the solution is being assertive. And Edmund goes over to the boy's house and tells him that his stereo is keeping the children awake at night. Edmund suggests they try to work out an arrangement which allows the boy his music but does not disturb the children's sleep. The boy reluctantly agrees to set a lower volume during the late hours, but he appreciates Edmund's cooperative attitude. Both parties feel good about the outcome and agree to follow up a week later to be sure it's working as agreed. Now, what I've come to understand is that some people might call this a compromise, but in this case, I call it a win-win. If the other person is happy and you're happy with the situation, it's a win-win. And, of course, that resolves the dilemma because your needs are getting met. So that's important to be able to handle it from a point of view where everybody is happy about the situation and it's not still going to continue to be a difficulty. There's one more story I'm going to share with you called Dining Out, and you'll probably understand this one. I think most of us have been in this spot at one time or another. And this story is about Adam and Evelyn. And they're at dinner in a moderately expensive restaurant, and Adam's ordered a rare steak. But when the steak is served... He finds it well done. His action is, this is the non-assertive way, Adam grumbles to Evelyn about the burned meat, vows that he won't patronize this restaurant in the future. He says nothing to the waitress responding fine to her inquiry. Is everything all right? His dinner and evening are spoiled, and he feels angry with himself for taking no action. 
Adam's estimate of himself and Evelyn's estimate of him are both deflated by the experience. Now, this is the aggressive part. Adam angrily summons the waitress to his table. He berates her loudly and unfairly for not complying with his order. His actions ridicule the waitress and embarrass Evelyn. He demands and receives another steak. This one more to his liking. He feels in control of the situation, but Evelyn's embarrassment creates friction between them and spoils their night out. The waitress is humiliated and angry for the rest of the evening. And of course, if they tried assertiveness, it would look like this. Adam motions the waitress to his table, noting that he'd ordered a rare steak and he shows her the well-done meat. He asks politely but firmly what is to be returned to the kitchen and replaced with a rare cooked steak he originally requested. The waitress apologizes for the air and shortly returns with a rare steak. Adam and Evelyn enjoy dinner and Adam feels satisfied with himself. The waitress is pleased with a satisfied customer and a generous tip. So you see, we can solve these problems without getting upset without being humiliated, intimidating those around us uh, so that it causes a difficult evening for the rest of the night. It doesn't have to be. And one of the things in this book, I I love this quote, and they have this quote says, if a person continues to see only giants, it means he's still looking at the world through the eyes of a child. And that quote is from Ananus Din. I thought that was amazing because that's been my experience is when I've looked at the world through the eyes, in my case, of a three-year-old because that's when the real damage happened in my life. And I took a lot of counseling to discover I don't have to stay through the vision and the perception and the filter of a three-year-old. I can speak up. I can express my feelings, and I can do it in a proper way, and it will not cause an argument or problem because I did speak up. And for me, that was a huge victory to not come from that scared little child inside, but to be that more mature person who could say what I needed to say, meet my needs, that's what we need to do, and all does work out. It works out very nicely usually, actually. Um, and I had to go for special help, of course, with uh, through some counselors who actually uh, tutored you, mentored you right through conversations with your spouse. And and my husband sat across from me, and uh, we sat, you know, face to face. And then this man stood behind my husband, and I, the woman stood behind me, and we started a conversation. And then she would tell me how to rephrase it. And the man would tell him how to rephrase it. And that was a very, very exciting time for me because I started to understand how much fear had controlled my communication. And that with them standing there, I could get past the fear of that little child and actually say what I needed to say clearly, straightforwardly, honestly, and simply. And my husband learned uh, 
for him, it was tougher than it was for me. But for me, it was a wonderful experience to say, oh, I see now what I can do differently than what I've done in the past. And it made a big difference in my life. Um, So counseling can be very helpful if you need extra help for this. So I am Marilyn Redmond, and you are listening to Love Never Fails, and we're coming to you on the BB. BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio talking about communications today. Thank you for listening. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, in San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at jobsannex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. Jobsannex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. I am your host, Marilyn Redmond. You're listening to Love Never Fails. We're coming live to you from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And you can call in at 866-451-1451. We still have time for your call. If you've been hesitant, give us a call anyway. We're here still, so you've got more time. And I want to go on with the helps for communication today. In my counseling career, I developed a list of do's and don'ts for communication skills. As I said earlier, if you're interested in this list, it's uh, write me at Marilyn, M-A-R-I-L-Y-N, at angelicasgifts.com. And I'll be glad to email you back a copy of this. It's just a page. It's no big fancy presentation. It's just something I happened to put together. It's actually in my Paradigm Busters book, Reveal the Real You, which is on Amazon.com. If you want more communication help, Paradigm Busters Reveal the Real You has some wonderful understandings and insights into communication that I haven't even brought up on the air. So if you're still interested in this, you can check that out at Amazon.com and get yourself a copy. And on my do's and don'ts list, I start out with don't defend yourself. And I probably did that in many, many ways, many times in my communication, and it didn't work, people. (laughs) I found out when you're defending yourself, it's like an attack to the other person. It's like you're taking a dart and they're the dartboard, or you're taking a gun out of your pocket, you know, imaginary, and shooting at them, and they feel the shot. It's like they're being attacked. So if you don't defend yourself, you're going to have better communication. Um, whatever they say, except, you know, they might not be right for, for you, but they're telling what they need to say for them, and that's the communication. You're listening to them. So instead of defending yourself, listen to what they have to say. Don't judge it. Don't criticize it or condemn. Oh, they're not in the saying the right thing that you want to hear. Uh, so often we want to hear what we want to hear. And the other person is maybe doing something different in their communication, and that's okay too. So I had to learn uh, to not when I don't defend myself, I don't have to be right. 
Um, I used to like to get the last word in. <laughs> That's how I closed communications. I'd pop, I still can do that today. Uh, pop in with, you know, I've got this answer for you. And uh, today I'd rather be... I'd rather be happy than right. So that's important. Uh, I found out I didn't want to take no personally. If I asked somebody to take the garbage out and they said no, I used to take it personally. They're just saying no to taking out the garbage. It's not about me, and I had to change that. Um, So when you react to the speaker, uh, then you're not listening. And just be open and receptive and quiet and and whatever seems to fit that you can support them, that's a good way to handle it. Uh, And don't expect the speaker to validate you. That's not their job. You're a mature adult. You know if you're uh, doing the right thing or a proud person of what you're doing is successful. You've told yourself that. And so uh, validate yourself and don't look to it from your other people that you're talking with. And so the list goes on and on, but it would be helpful if you're interested to give me an email, Marilyn at Angelica's Gifts. I'll be glad to share it with you and so that you have a copy, too. It all boils down to conflict comes from a lack of your needs being met. Now, it's sad to say, people, you might have to grow up with this comment, but you're responsible for your own needs. So if you have taken care of your needs, your conversation is not about being needy. Your, your conversation is to help others and be there as they are telling you and sharing with you. And be sure and check out my website at Angelica's Gifts, my books at Amazon.com, and you'll get more information to help you with this. My blog is Marilyn Redmond Books Blogspot.com, and check out my YouTubes. And know that every every Tuesday we're here for you to call in. And next week we're going to talk about past lives. So tell your friends if they're curious and always wondered about past lives, next week is the answers. So call in and uh, next week on Tuesday afternoon, live in joy, gratitude, in the presence of love, feeling good in reality. And we are so glad that you were with us today. This is such a good opportunity for both of us and we're glad you were here listening and have a good day and enjoy and go have some fun you've been listening to love never fails with your host marilyn redmond go beyond old ideas and understandings and hear marilyn's solutions to healing and a higher consciousness each week here on marilyn redmond's love never fails You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.